Live, live from the studio. I'm Jimmy Seleski. I'm Eric Glazer, and uh, I forgot what week we, we messed are. up. We messed it up last week. We okay. messed it up. I said it was month two. What I meant to say is we were officially two months in. We're actually in week nine now, and uh, it's month three. Month three, holy month shit! Month three, dude. I mean, technically, yeah, because it started in March. Yeah, March fifteenth. But. As we addressed last week, we're in phase one. Real quick, off the bat, I saw this on iTunes. Someone rated our podcast four stars on iTunes. We now have a 4.9 overall rating. What? And I want to know who it was. This Whoever is it was. I'm, I'm calling I'm your ass up right now. Dude, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I was like, who? Did they Why? leave a username? No, they didn't. Yeah, I would oh think like God. maybe they'd leave a review. I mean, but that maybe that's like an honest critique. Maybe they're like, yeah, it's four star podcast. I'll take that. God damn, dude. That's going to eat me up. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be able to fall asleep tonight. Brutal. I just Brutal, woke up dude. from the... Oh, it says five on mine. Five oh, really? Yeah. Maybe it was me. Maybe I gave our <laughs> podcast four stars. <laughs> it only shows up for me. <laughs> damn, hopefully. Hopefully that is the case. I'm going to try yeah. rating our podcast again. Hopefully it goes through. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. No, but I uh, I got home from work around like 8, and it is true. If you time your nap perfectly, you wake up not groggy, you wake up like nothing. If you, if you take a nap for like 20 to 40 minutes and don't allow yourself to go past that mark, you feel phenomenal. I feel like I got a full night's sleep right now. Really? You're, yeah. you're fresh off a nap? I didn't even know. Fresh off a nap. You would never know. My hair's still good. I think yeah, it your takes... your hair's still good. You're pretty, like, awake still. I think it takes my hair a certain amount of time to fall asleep after I fall asleep. If I fall asleep <laughs> for, like, two hours, my hair is like, I'm turning in, boys, and I wake up, and it's awful. I'm good yeah, now. Yeah, I mean, your, ha- your hair just got off work, too. Yeah, so it was, exactly. So it was wired. Mm-hmm. My hair's been working. I fucking... I, I fired my facial hair, though, dude. I know you noticed. Dude, I noticed. I, I fired it, dude. Yeah, what I was happened? done with it. Well, you fucking got your head too close to the pizza oven. What's going on? <laughs> I burned my fucking beard off. <laughs> no, I, uh, I, I, uh, I just, you know, I, my my original theory was I was just going to grow it out throughout the course of the quarantine, and um, in a way, I kind of did because we're no longer technically in the stay at home. Section or the stay at home like order thing. I think it's like safer at home guidance plan or something now where they're like, it would be I mean, cool think, if you still did the stay city, at home. I think the city extended the stay at home. Yeah, this well, basically, I think what happened was Hogan was like, all right, I'm lifting the stay at home ban for Maryland, but every locality gets to make their own decision. And I think Baltimore City and Baltimore County, Johnny O and Jack Young, uh, which I just realized Johnny could be Jack O. That'd be cool, too. Jack O and Jack Young released a joint statement saying that basically they're not... Well, at least the city is like not doing anything different. They're staying right the fuck where they were at. Yeah. The county like did a bunch of like fake lifts of stuff. They were like, you can uh, do this. And we're like, we already could do that. And they were like, oh, all right. Well, yeah, you can do that still. Damn, dude. Just, just making sure you know <laughs> just, we're just reaffirming that you can do that and then like Anne Arundel County, Howard County are doing some other bullshit but I think everywhere else in Maryland is well into phase one so I think barbershops, salons and things like that uh, I think bars and restaurants are going to be able to open to 50% capacity in phase two but there's no there's no timeline in sight that I've seen, I googled it today, I was looking around to see when phase two is looking at getting started 
Mm-hmm. I saw um, I saw there's a a USA Today article about mm-hmm. Ocean City reopening, and there's like a bunch of pictures of like a ton of dummies at Ocean City walking right up against each other, getting mm-hmm. fucking Thrasher's fries, <laughs> just like a fucking just a. a a land whale just walking away with her fries. Yeah, I think like Larry looking Hogan in the camera being like, "Fuck, I got caught." <laughs> God damn it! I think Larry Hogan specifically just opened Thrasher's fries because he wanted Thrasher's. Larry Hogan was like, "I'm not gonna move my vacation, so we just need to open up Ocean City by the weekend of the 11th." I know a lot of people that went down this weekend, like a lot. <sighs> They're dummies, dude. I mean. If I guess if you're like on the beach away from people, it's kind of cool. I get I'm not doing it just because it's still cold and uh, I have work now. Yeah, it's fucking cold. Uh, also, the virus isn't over. <laughs> like nothing has honestly changed, other than like I mean that we're on the descend of the curve. Hopefully, from like mm-hmm. what I've seen, but also like it's not like the worst is not over yet. <laughs> Yeah, I was one. Well, I was wondering, like, cause um, the the whole stipulation for the reopen was he was like Hogan was basically saying if we go fourteen days on a steady decline of, I think it was either cases or deaths or both or something like that. I forgot what it was. I'm imagining they probably go hand in hand. Yeah. Um, then that's when we move into phase one, and so we hit that mark. But then the localities were saying, like, we still don't have enough for, like, testing and all these other things. And so they're all making their own decisions. But um, I, I guess the theory there is once we kind of open back up again, uh, then it just spikes again. You know? Like, then it just goes back up. So, yeah. like, we, we kind of, like, we flatten the curve. And then we come out of it. And then I think it's just going to go up again. Obviously. It's inevitable. You know? The, the catch-22 of that scenario is... It's going to happen, you know, it's going to happen regardless. Whenever we, whether we come out of hiding this week or next week or next month or August, whenever people go back to moving towards a more regular uh, lifestyle virus, it's just going to go up. It's inevitable, you know, so it's just a matter of when, you know. Yeah, it's no good. I looked at every one of those pictures and I was just like, shame on you. Yeah. I knew a lot of people, like we were talking about before, there was a lot of people that went down there uh, before the whole thing. And I guess, I guess, you know, you weren't allowed on the beach during the thing. And then as soon as they open it, people were like, all right, fuck it. I'm not going to lie. I, I, I would, if it gets to like June and we're still in the same position, I would go to the beach and sit on a fucking chair, you know. I, I don't see the difference between going to Lock Raven and sitting on a chair or going to the beach and sitting on a chair. It's not like I'm hanging out with every... It's not like, it's not like when we went down for senior week and I'm playing football and diving into some chick's ass trying to catch a football like I did, you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. The The biggest thing is a bunch of people not from that place are going there and mingling and potentially spreading the virus and then taking it back to wherever they came from and mm-hmm. maybe it's a different strain of the virus and then it reinfects that whole town again mm-hmm. and then it's like it's not worth so, it dude are you thinking um just uh so i guess you're definitely not in support of do you like you don't even like the phase 1 aspect like you don't think we should be doing anything at all i guess i i don't know i just think it's still too early to like do anything like that yet because also like 
I think the problem with like reopening things slowly is like a lot of dummies are going to just be like, oh no, so it's open? Great. I'm going to go mm-hmm. back to not washing my hands and fucking <laughs> spitting <True>. and <laughs> all this other dumb shit. True. True. That could happen. I think, I think to me, I kind of look at it as trying to find like a happy medium between um, staying, keeping the curve flattened, but also if we acknowledge that the original, if the original whole point of flattening the curve was always to just make sure that our healthcare system isn't overwhelmed, which is, you know, that was the only, again, that was the only thing that we really could do because until there's a vaccine, you can't you can't just expect it to go away. There's no amount of sitting indoors that's going to just make the virus go away. It's not going to get bored and just be like, oh, fuck, it's July and they still haven't opened up. I'm out of here. I'm going back to China or wherever the hell. So like at whatever point we do it, it's going to happen. <laughs> viruses migrate like birds. <laughs> yeah. We just have to wait for the vi- corona to fly south again and infect Florida again more (laughs) it migrated new york at first so like for me it's about finding like a happy medium between there because you know our original stated plan was we got to prep up we got to get our ventilator situation figured out we got to get our icu bed situation figured out we got to make sure that uh you know we don't have uh more people needing to be hospitalized than we can fit into our hospitals and the reality is at this at this moment and for the past couple weeks and i i our, our healthcare system in the vast majority of the country, other than places like New York, which is obviously the biggest hotspot, and they were overloaded and bogged down. And they, I think to this day, they still account for like 25% of the COVID-related deaths across the entire country, just in that one city. Yeah. One in four deaths was there. But the rest of the country... In Maryland, for instance, our hospitals are, are you know, not, not you know, I don't mean this in any other way, but on, they're underwhelmed at this exact moment. You know, they have, so it's about saying, okay, right yeah, they're now. They're making TikToks. Yeah, <laughs> they're making fucking TikToks. So it's like, if we could, if the ultimate goal, because I, I really do think until you find a vaccine, herd immunity is probably the best thing that you can try to strive for. In, in finding a natural, because that's, that's what our immune system does. You, you get exposed to it, and then when enough of a population is exposed to this virus, then it, it defeats the contagiousness of it. Because if you, let's say, like 70%, let's say 80% of the population has developed the antibodies for this virus, then it makes it hard to, to like, if one guy gets exposed to it, but he has the antibodies, then he's not a carrier for the next guy. So you develop what, that's what they're talking about with the herd immunity. So if we can somehow kind of ramp up a little bit back into place where we're still understanding that, yeah, okay, cases are going to go up because we're going back into it, but we're still going to be pumping the brakes on going fully back in. So we're still going to make sure the hospitals aren't overloaded, but we're also speeding up the process of getting to that goal of herd immunity, unless you're more in the game field of let's just wait for a vaccine. But I just, I just, for me, the idea of just I doing think waiting nothing. for a vaccine is like too far. Yeah, I just, I just don't think. Um, I don't know. It's this is just something that we've never experienced before, mm-hmm. and I'd rather take some precaution than just fucking be like, oh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I I definitely don't think it doesn't matter, but I think I've definitely. Definitely kind of just like, all right, cool. 
we can kind of do yeah. a little bit more stuff. I mean, stuff. like, and, like, everyone wants to go back to how it was, like, as quick mm-hmm. as possible. I think that's, like, a shared sentiment of, among, like, 99% of people. I'm sure yeah. some, I'm sure there's, like, 1% of people that's, like, oh, this is, I never want to go back to, <laughs> like, yeah. I don't want to interact with people anymore. <laughs> I don't want to have to do shit. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, uh... I had, uh, uh, I think, especially if you're in the book, because that's another thing people don't talk about, the, the people uh, who, if, they're, if you're making more money right now on unemployment than you were when you're working, you're probably fucking chilling. You know, you're just like, damn, cool. I'm making like $900 a week. My normal job was paying me 600 Keep this shit shut down. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think I'm in that boat, but also like, it just like, it doesn't feel right. Like, it doesn't like, I don't like that I'm not working. Like yeah, it, 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 it goes need, against like my natu- like my instincts. Like it goes against like I don't know. You go fucking stir what, crazy, like your self worth is. Mm-hmm. You're not because you're not achieving it. You're not doing it. That's because you're the, not doing anything to earn it. Like it's. I had a very, like I said, I had a I had a very eventful week, and I can honestly say that almost none of which was good. Lots of different things happened to me throughout the course of the week. Uh, and the biggest thing that I think was making me sick to my stomach earlier today when I discovered this yesterday was that um, when I went on the website to file for unemployment once they got the website up in April, late April, um, I did like eight weeks worth of or four weeks worth of backlogging, Back, yeah, yeah, yeah. backlogging back to March 15th. And then it took about three weeks to process all of it. Um, and so for like the first couple of weeks, I wasn't working at seasons. So I put in my, my amount that I was earning and it was, it was like, I wasn't earning anything. So it was fine. And then like the weeks that I was working at seasons, which was like pretty much all of April and into May, uh, I was putting in how much I was making, uh, my, uh, my benefit amount for, uh, a weekly thing from the state is three fifty five. dollars mm-hmm. Um, but then you if, would get the federal tax. Yeah, the six hundred on top of yeah. that. But you only get the six. See, the way what my interpretation of it was is that okay, so you get whatever you get from the state, and then you get six hundred on top of that. So your total benefit amount, in my case, would have been nine fifty five. Uh, so I assumed that you know I was working thirty five hours pretty much a week at Seasons, and you know. At, uh, you know, you report your hourly wage and then whatever tips you report, which is just like your credit card tips. And so my my weekly earnings would come out to somewhere between three fifty and four hundred every week. Mm-hmm. Whenever I would make more than three fifty five, which was my state amount, I would get nothing. So mm-hmm. it turned out that for the past four weeks of April, I got I got my money for like the first four weeks after the shutdown, but then mm-hmm. after that. For the next four weeks, I got zero. And Damn. a couple weeks, I literally on my made like three. One week, I made three fifty six. So I made one no. more dollar. I made one more dollar than. Uh, <laughs> and I thought that would be like okay. So they just subtract three fifty six from the nine fifty five and pay you the difference. No, it's if you make more than your state amount, you don't get the six hundred. If you make one dollar less, if you make one dollar less. So if I made three fifty four in a week, I'd get you know, the $1 difference 
plus six hundred. Wow. But if I make three fifty six, I get zero, and that's what Damn. happened to me for the past four weeks. So basically, unbeknownst to me, I've been, I've been, I was making about six hundred dollars a week at seasons. Uh, when I could have just not been working and make nine fifty five, so I've been working for like negative fifty dollars an hour a seasons for the past Damn. month. Damn, <laughs> it was are you, very are you disheartening. Back your hours, yeah, and that was kind of it was kind of like a very weird moral dilemma there because obviously at first I was like, you know, I'm I'm working and I don't want to be that guy who's gonna who's who's gonna s- s- cut my hours back to qualify for this program. But then I was like, I would be an idiot not to. Like I'm yeah. literally at this point, I'm now making a conscious decision to work more hours for less money. During a quarantine. <laughs> During a quarantine. When I don't even need to be working at all. This isn't even my job. <laughs> I just picked up a random job and then just started work. And and it just it it bugged me because it took it took unemployment about three weeks to process my requests so they processed i was every week i'd go back and file for that week and it would just show up as nothing and then finally on may 11th all at once it was like here's your past eight weeks here's what we got for you and i was like damn dude if i would have known in the first week that that happened i would have gone to season and said i need to work one less shift a week and then i would have had it but because they fucking took so long now i'm four weeks in the hole and i didn't even know about it damn 1200 bucks or probably even more 2400 bucks it's weird because it always existed in theory the idea that you talk about like certain welfare programs being abused and certain things like that and of course unemployment being abused and this is one of those situations where it really kind of hit home for me i was like wow that is like this is happening to me in real life like i am being incentivized not to work i'm literally being told i'm literally being told if you work less, you make more. And so what person on the planet is going to decidedly work more? You know? Work smart, not hard. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think is going to be the hardest thing uh, when we try to get things back up and running is the people that were making more not working are going to be like, well, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? You know? And uh, that was just, I mean, it was, I, I've literally just, just been brooding over that. Just knowing that if you do the math, I lost $2,500. I lost twenty five hundred dollars. Four weeks of six hundred dollars. Twenty four hundred. Sorry. Twenty four hundred. Yeah. Twenty four hundred dollars. Just know that's I, I. I just can't. I think that's why before the podcast I was telling you I feel like I had to throw up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so. It like. It's just one of those things that like. To yeah, that's me, like, that's like eight gigs. <laughs> Dude, it's the fucking worst and to me it just doesn't make sense because it's like if you're telling me i'm entitled to 955 dollars of benefits then when i report my income why don't you just subtract that from that why do you have this system in place where it's like yeah you get 955 but only if you make under 355 and if you make 356 you actually don't get anything it just doesn't make sense to me it's just a loophole for them to not pay people That's also a thing that I think like Hogan is pushing for reopening is I think they just want to kick a bunch of people off on employment. Well, I mean, there is a reality of I, 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 you gotta, you gotta believe that damn, if 30 million people are all making, uh, $900 a week when I think 
something like about half of the people on unemployment are making more than they were working. It's like there is a legitimate uh, argument to be made from a governmental standpoint that we just don't have them. I mean, the $600 thing goes through July. I think it ends on July 25th. Yeah. So that's, that's still federal. like 12 more weeks of that. So the states are pumping out way more unemployment money than they ever had, which is why they're being supplemented by the federal government. Plus, the federal government's also footing the bill for $600 a week per person, 30 million people. That's a lot of fucking money, dude. And it's yeah, like dude. how I think from a governmental standpoint, it's like, yeah, we literally just can't afford to keep doing this. We can't have like, like, I don't know what to tell you. You know, at a certain point, it's like we can't do it, dude. We can't do it. It's not I don't I don't look at it as like this evil thing where it's like the government wants to kick you off of your unemployment. It's like. They, they might not just be able to pay it anymore. <laughs> like they might not have that money after this is all said and done. We already printed like $4 trillion. <laughs> That's a lot of money. That's four Jeff Bezoses. True. According to uh, articles I've read this week. <laughs> that he is soon to be the next trillionaire. Dude, so what else happened this week? You said uh, You said it was a crazy week. It's it's a crazy week. Like I said, I, I shaved my beard because I thought that I was going to have a Bumble date on... Actually, it would have been a Tinder date. It would have been a Tinder date, um, which apparently is different. Everybody, there's always this like myth, I think, in society where like Tinder is where the girls are like slutty and Bumble is where the girls want to get married. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> dude, most of, the, most of the people on Tinder and Bumble, I see the same people. It's like, are they a slut on when they're on Tinder, but then on Bumble, they're like, trying to get they're trying to be your wife it's like that's the same chick i've matched with her on two separate apps same exact pictures (laughs) when i message her i'm like i want to hang out but like in the tinder way if you could (laughs) i message you on tinder (laughs) but you didn't respond but when we're talking on bumble i just i was hoping this could be more like a tinder conversation you know (laughs) i hear you're a slut on tinder (laughs) (laughs) but so you know i don't i'm not that active on those apps so like every every like three weeks i'll just remember that i have them and then i'll just i'll be bored sitting in my apartment and so i'll just pull up my phone and be like all right time to just cruise through the apps and start swiping wearing gloves now when you're using tinder yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) obviously dude it's this socially responsible thing to do and uh so i go through and what's cool is when you do when you wait that long you just get bombarded with like all the matches for the past four weeks all at once and so it makes it fun as opposed to your normal if you do it every day it's like damn nobody loves me nobody likes me (laughs) you just get that constant reminder every day yeah so so instead it's just like oh this is a fun reminder and then you get match 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 and then all of a sudden you're just talking to like five different girls at once which isn't hard because most of those conversations only make it one message in before i say something stupid and they ignore me and ghost me (laughs) (laughs) i still have not locked down the uh the whole art of that but this one i got i was like i really i so there's this new there's this new feature on tinder called secret admirer Ooh. You have, yeah, it's I, I just noticed it last week, and basically what, what it, it is. It, so is basically, it like the star or whatever. You'll just be like swiping, and then like randomly it'll pop up, and then it'll be like a thing of like four black squares, like a like black squares, and you have to pick one of the black squares, and it brings up a picture, and then that is someone who has liked you that like 
then you can just choose to like them. It, it, I don't really actually get the point. It's just like I'm imagining it's just people that have liked you that if you would have ran across them regularly and, and swipe right or whatever direction is yes, I never know to this day what direction is that. I've probably swiped 40,000 times on Tinder and I still have to look at the words that kind of come up every time I swipe. Am I doing this <laughs> the right way? I don't know. To this day, I still don't know which direction I'm supposed to be swiping. But so it popped I guess up. It's, it's probably supposed to be so like maybe you'd like reconsider swipe like unswiping them or whatever like disliking them you know? oh because so, like, you, know you know that they, that like, they you. like you yeah and, and that's like, a big play a that's a big play because that changes the game a little bit like if i see a girl who's on the fence but i know she's into me that's like that might put her over the edge i'd be like okay cool cool yeah um and it works and then you just yeah and then you ruin it two messages in. <laughs> and then i ruin it it's like damn this girl really liked me <laughs> and i ruined it but uh <laughs> no. so so i pulled up my secret admirer and uh i swiped yes just because of exactly what we said uh <laughs> but then then i didn't message her because i was like all right i'm really not actually feeling this chick I'm not that yeah. into it i was I, I had my corona goggles on at the time it's too easy now i know you like me yeah the, th the thrill is gone. gone yeah the chase <laughs> is already over before it started and so i didn't message her but then the very next girl i swiped on was hot and we matched, and then I was like, I'll just tell her that she was the one I matched with as my secret admirer, as a conversation <laughs> starter. I'll just make this up. Who cares? <laughs> so I messaged her. I'll just make this up. Who cares? I'll just make it up. <laughs> so I messaged her, and I said, Tinder says you're my secret admirer. I always suspected it. And then a day later, she replies, wait, what? <laughs> and I was like, okay, Jimmy, you got to dig this out of this hole. You got to dig yourself out of this hole. You did not, that's, this did not the go curse of you. the second response. <laughs> You've already blown it. <laughs> In fact, you blew it so bad that instead of just ignoring it, she felt the need to reply and be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> and so so i've replied back i'm driving around i'm i'm like trying to think of a tinder response while driving for deliveries not finding where i'm going because instead of looking at my maps i'm looking at tinder trying to think of a response so i'm just doing laps up and down york road missing my turns every time <laughs> crashing into <laughs> lanes <laughs> swerving in other lanes uh and uh so finally i just said something i forgot exactly what i said in fact i have no fucking clue what i said but it was something along the lines of, oh, yeah i don't know what it is either i just saw Blah, blah 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 anyway whatever 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 and we just kind of spun in this conversation and we were talking back and forth a little bit and uh at the end of the night i, I just kind of said like hey we're allowed to go outside now this is on wednesday that i was messenger messaging her we're allowed to go outside now what are you doing saturday and she was like i don't have any really really any plans i was like we should drink outside very vague plan but yeah. lots of potential. You can you can do anything. That could be Lock Raven. I didn't want to commit to a location. I didn't want to be like, we gotta go to Lock Raven. We gotta go to Patterson <laughs> Park. We gotta go to Ocean City and get Thrasher's fries and get on the news. <laughs> <laughs> so Eric could sit there and be like, what a fucking asshole. Oh wait, that's Jimmy. <laughs> and uh so I left it, you know, open ended. And uh and then I said, My number is this, text me, you earned it. Um, and then <laughs> you earned it, kid. Hey, kid. Tussle so her I, hair. You earned it, kid. Yeah. Here's my number. <laughs> and so I wake up in the morning to a text from her saying, I guess I'll text you since I earned it. 
in quotes. <laughs> and I was like, nice, nice. I am so in, so in. And, and uh, dude, you're already dominating her. Yeah, already. I mean, already. I'm telling you, you know, if I hope negging never becomes illegal because it is the most effective <laughs> way of flirting of all time. <laughs> it's If they took that away from men, I don't know what we'd do. Yeah, but, but anyway, I mean, yours is very tame. It yeah, it's seems. not really negging. It's Unless just it's like, just like the podcast approved stuff that you're going to talk about. No, no, no. I'm, <laughs> Maybe I'm, it I'm, gets much worse. I'm good about it. I'm kind of more like, hey, kiddo, text me. You earned it. You know, I'm not like, yeah, you should be texting me. You're fucking holy. <laughs> <laughs> you're lucky. Only, I'm even... <laughs> I bet I'm your only fucking match in months. <laughs> So I wake up to a text saying that, and you know I played it cool. I was like, whatever, just left it at that. <laughs> and later, and then I let the whole day go by. Didn't say anything. The next night, I text her and I said, besides Corona Lights, what's your favorite beverage to drink outside? And she said, LMAO. I don't. I hate Corona Lights, but White Ooh. Claws. And I was like, obviously, obviously White Claws. And I was like, all right, maybe we can think of something here. What's your favorite flavor? And she goes. Uh, black cherry and i sent her the 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 this face this emoji oh. this face? I, <laughs> like the like the the gasp I, the astonished face i the think it's detected and i only yeah. know the actual name of these emojis because on my droid phone my galaxy s6 i don't <laughs> have the emojis in my keyboard so i have to go to emojipedia.net <laughs> and type in what emoji i want and then copy and paste it into my text message oh my and god so i know all the names for these like technical <laughs> names and that is the astonished face so go ahead and google the astonished face if you want to know exactly what emoji it was because you're not watching the live stream yeah i sent three of those back to back because i think three emojis is, is a good amount of emojis um and then uh i said uh you know this is the other thing and she was like you don't like black cherry uh which flavor do you like and i was kind of high at this point and i was thinking of flavors but then i realized that all the flavors i was thinking of that i thought were white claw flavors were jewel pod flavors <laughs> dude exactly i was about to say that <laughs> so i texted back and i said i'm trying to think of my favorite flavor but i keep on getting them com- confused with jewel flavors and then i rate a quick text after i said menthol claws and then a quick text after that i said no rules when you're hitting jewels <laughs> and then and then after that the high part of me was like, but you, sh- you know, what if she's not into vaping? So maybe you should clarify that you don't necessarily don't, vape. You're just making a joke. Don't, don't worry, I switched back to six. <laughs> so then I literally sent the next text. This is now my fourth in a row in the course of 30 seconds. I said, don't worry, I don't vape though. Ha ha ha. <laughs> And then, and we were going back and forth like every two minutes of the text, and and it sat for six minutes, no reply. And then you I'm said more three high, three more astonished faces. <laughs> so then I'm more high at this point, and I go, but what if she is into vaping, and now she's turned off that I just said I don't vape? What if she was typing out an awesome response like, oh my god, I'm so relieved that you vape because I vape and I love menthol white claws. <laughs> and so then I text her and I say. I mean, sometimes. So I was like, all right, I've cleared all my bases here. I've covered everything. I dropped a dumb anecdote, a joke, another joke, a disclaimer, and then an anti-disclaimer to all of everything I just said. (laughs) Essentially negating everything that's happened in this conversation. Needless to say, no reply. No reply. And I'm thinking like, you know, it's 10, 20. She probably is asleep. 
on a Friday. She probably has to wash her hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so I get no reply. And then the next morning I wake up fully expecting, uh, haha, sorry I fell asleep. Yeah, yeah, I vape or something. I don't know what I expected. <laughs> I do vape or I don't vape or I don't give a shit if you vape. Whatever, something, nothing. So uh, I go through the day and I'm just like, oh man, I knew this was going to happen. This always happens where like girls, they always entertain it up until it actually comes down to actually hanging out. And then until you like fire off too many texts in a row. <sighs> yeah. And, and they're uh, like, oh no. So I was finishing up my shift at Seasons on Friday night. It's like 930. I let the whole day go by, you know, playing it cool. And, I, and we were supposed to hang out on Saturday. We had been, you know, casually vaguely making plans to do that and uh so i figured you know i'm just gonna send one last hail mary and then if and i just sent her a text at 9 30 the next day i said not a big fan of the jewel jokes huh and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh nothing so that's where we are right now but Damn. uh you know it's just it, so i shaved for no reason because that's really why i shaved i was like you know uh and it just so happened that it also happened to coincide with the lift of the stay-at-home order so i was like okay i did maintain a beard for the full time that we were technically supposed to stay in our houses and I saw what I can do with two months of facial hair growth and I wasn't impressed and I was tired of it. I was tired yeah. of it. So I shaved in anticipation for this date that was never going to happen and now here I am clean shaven and I look weird. And I look weird. <laughs> and I think it's a blessing that we didn't hang out because I would have looked weird on that date. My lips, I, my mouth is smaller than I remember it. I don't know where my <laughs> jawline went. I think my jawline just packed up and left. It was like, dude, we, why are we trying so hard? He's growing a beer. We don't need to be here. And then I shaved my jawline and was like, fuck, where'd I go? Um, but yeah, it just, that just always fucking happens. And I think the major problem is, is I knew this from the start and, and it's a learning experience. And the problem is, is that you approach different girls differently. And if you want to, if you're, if you're trying to hang out with a girl, you need to kind of make it apparent the way you message and things like that, what your motivation is. Are you trying to hang out with me because you're trying to date? Are you trying to casually hook up this, that, the other thing? And uh, me being the person I am, I, as I discussed formerly on this podcast, I always feel the need to like put myself out there as like say something zany or whimsical to try to catch their attention. When in reality, I really do think I'd have a higher success rate if I was just like, so you go to Towson, you live in, Hamden or something, just something stupid. That's you know? tight. Yeah, that's tight. That's tight. Me and my boys are going to Patterson Park on Saturday. You should come over with some friends. We can chill. You go to Frasers. I fucking love Frasers. You should <laughs> exactly. go to Frasers sometime. Yeah, dude, that guy's getting it. ass. Meanwhile, Mister Menthol Claws over here. Great <laughs> joke. No rules when you're hitting jewels. I want a shirt that says that. I say it all the time, thinking that people are going to catch on and it's going to be a thing, and it should be a thing because it's fucking sick. But uh, it's not ever going to be a thing. And in fact, it's now 0 for 1 in getting me dates. Um, But yeah, so that was the whole occurrence with that situation. So no date, ghosted again. Um, But that's just the way of life, baby. I've been ghosted more times than I can count. And I almost like it now. (laughs) I almost aim for it. Then I just went rogue renegade and just started girls with message me on bumble because like i said i had like 15 matches in one day because i just went stir crazy and swipe crazy and uh one girl sent me a a message that said and i actually respected this because as we've talked about before girls don't ever try 
on Bumble. They never try with the messages. They just say, hey, I got a bunch of haze and I just didn't reply unless they were like super attractive. And then I replied with something equally dumb. Yeah, um, you this send one the girl, hey right back or a hi yeah, maybe. Hey, hi. You're leading this conversation. I'm making you. Um, so this one girl actually tried and I respected it. And she said, would you rather be with the love of your life but have to wear a shirt made out of her pubes every day until you die or not have to do that but be alone forever and i was mulling it over and i was like this is kind of a lame would you rather question not gonna lie but it is hard because i couldn't come to an answer and then um i just said back i was like depends would you rather me answer this question seriously no, it was, would you rather talk to a guy that answers this question seriously or a guy who calls you out for using recycled material? <laughs> <laughs> negging. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not negging because it, she, dude, and that threw her for a loop because then she sent me like two paragraphs. <laughs> so like, okay, I admit it. I got it from how I met, no, I got it from 30 Rock and this, that, the other thing. And then she sent the whole thing, and then I just replied saying, "Before the record, I'd probably just go with the pube shirt." <laughs> but like, but like, you know, and that's why we're not going to hang out either. So it's whatever. <laughs> we're not going to hang out. And then one of the girls I matched with, you would love this. She's in Ocean City right now. Oh my goodness, dude! Yep. I was like, you should meet my friend Eric. He would love to meet you. Oh my god, I'd fucking, I'd put her on a, one of those like, uh, things where your head and your hands go through and have people throw apples at her. Oh, the stocks? Yeah, <laughs> I throw her in the stocks, dude. The stocks. <laughs> <laughs> fucking right in the middle of Hunfest this year, dude. Yeah. Put her in the stocks, have people throw fucking pink flamingos at her. Damn, dude. Every time I think about it, I just get bummed because that first girl I was talking about was actually like super hot. Um... You know, I go when I when I actually get some headway, I actually just start, you know, especially because I'm not seeing any girls and talking to anybody. So I have nothing to do but just talk to the three other Hispanic guys behind the line and <laughs> talk to them and be like, I matched this girl on Tinder. <laughs> Want to see her pictures? And we just sit there and look. And they're like, oh, yeah, baby. I'm like, nice, dude. Yeah, I'm hanging out there on Saturday. She thinks I'm funny. Yeah, I'm trying to get some headway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty much in. So over the course of two days, this girl was like essentially my girlfriend in my mind, and then we broke up, and now I'm devastated. Damn, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, dude. I feel for you. Yeah. Here, I got a little tidbit that might brighten your spirits. This is what I was telling you about before the podcast. <laughs> this might make you happy, dude. I watched the uh, the new Scooby-Doo animated movie <laughs> this weekend. I like where this is going. <laughs> and it was really fucking weird because there was like a lot of like pop culture jokes that like mm -hmm. just seemed like out of place in like a kid's movie like that yeah um but one surprise from that movie is scoob scooby dooby do scooby dubert do is um he is scooby. the descendant of alex the great's uh, Alexander the Great's dog. Uh -huh. And uh, so he's Greek. Oh, shit. There you go. Scooby is, is Greek, Greek, dude. Holy shit. I never thought about it that way. I always suspected it, though. I always <laughs> had a hunch. He was lazy. I was like, this has got to be a Greek. Yeah. And also they made Alexander the Great in the movie look like Shaggy. Mm. And they were supposed to be like... They help 
do something in the end because they are like kind of basically the descendants of those two. Wow. I'm glad you took note of that, dude. I know before the podcast you said I would think it was stupid, but I don't. Good. I'm I don't glad. think that's stupid. Fact, I hope that helps your stomach feel better. I will probably text that to my next Tinder match and uh, <laughs> let you know how that rolls over for me. Turns out Scooby Doo's Greek. <laughs> what are you doing Saturday? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Uh, another crazy turn of events. This hasn't happened to me in years, years. I was, I was astonished when this happened to me. I was a living, astonished emoji face. <laughs> three that of was them in a f- row. Yeah, three of them in a row. Um, so Miss Moon was outside spraying down all the weeds outside of the studio with a weed killer. And we were talking about some stuff and just like chilling. And then she, I was sitting in the studio working on one of our, our new material and uh, she comes in and was like, can you help me axe down a tree? And I was like, sure. I, Yeah, I'll chop down a tree right the fuck now in slippers. I don't fucking care. Yeah. So I go out and I grab the axe, which turns, it's my axe from three years ago. I was like, oh, cool. that's Hell where I put yeah. it. Who knew? <laughs> um, <laughs> so I break it out and I'm chopping down this tree. And then I switch How big to of the, a tree is it? They're like weed trees. Oh, you, know, you know those okay. weeds that just yeah, become... Yeah gigantic yeah, like actual trees yeah. but like it was thick dude i mean it took some chopping i was paul bunyan out there dude um and it was like five of them and i'm chopping them down and eventually i switched to the the handsaw because it was actually much easier and so i'm slicing and dicing these trees in the yeah, back of the it's garage. like green they're yeah. still like greens so well this one gonna... one of them was like bark and i was like dude this is a crazy <laughs> weed is this a weed or is this an actual tree miss moon what are you doing back here we used to have two gigantic trees in the studio, and then she just chopped them down. I'm like, Miss Moon, these weren't weeds. This is an oak tree. It's a beautiful oak tree. An entire family of squirrels lived up there. The weed has just been pissed on so yeah. much. <laughs> yeah. It got a bark on it. <laughs> and so I'm chopping down this tree, and I'm doing whatever. And of course, it's Miss Moon older very nice korean lady i'm being very cordial i'm being on my best tippy toes because i'm renting that studio from her and so i have a nice relationship with her being very polite very respectful very gentlemanly and i'm sawing down this tree and then all of a sudden i get this massive like pinching pain in my shin and i'm like ah and i just scream ah fuck like real loud and then Uh i i was like i said to him i was like i'm sorry and i looked down and a fucking bee stung me, dude. And I Damn. see the bee. Huh. I know what you're thinking. Not a murder hornet, because I am alive. It did not murder no, me. No, I, I wasn't even thinking that. I was just thinking, Damn. Yeah. And it fucking got me. And then it had the balls to not die. I thought bees are supposed to die after they sting. What happened to that? Damn. Are they have they mutated into not dying anymore? Maybe it just bit you. Because well, bees bite too. He fucking got me, bro. He fucking got me with something. I think yellow jackets don't lose it. I think bees lose their stingers. Was it like I think a wasp? wasps. I think it was a wasp. It was a yellow jacket, I'm pretty sure. Because they so do he, have nests underground sometimes. Yep. And uh, he was pretty pissed off that I was chopping down the bark weed. And uh, he was like, dude. <laughs> I was thinking about putting a house there someday. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the weird thing about bees is, I was thinking about this today for no reason, but like, did he know I was a human being or did he just think that I was a shin? I was a leg. 
I think all he saw was just my like hairy, stupid leg and Nike slide. He just he saw like, some like weird thing come down and was like, "Let me fucking attack this." Yeah, but like it wouldn't even register to me if I'm a bee that size. My leg is like, I could fit like four thousand like bees in my Godzilla leg. Godzilla was fucking walking around, and he had the balls to still sting me. It's like, bro, I'm way out of your league. Like, if it really came down to it, I'd beat your ass. Like, you get a couple <laughs> good stings, but I'm you're not killing me before I kill you. That would be embarrassing. I like, just found yeah, my Jimmy axe. Died me and my from... axe are reunited right now. <laughs> I'm <laughs> yeah, not going to lose. <laughs> Jimmy got beaten up by one singular bee. He's not even allergic. <laughs> he just got his ass beat. Wait, did you take that axe there when you guys broke that couch down? Yeah. It's That's been there so forever. Funny. That axe has been there forever. But it got me and uh, um, didn't actually hurt that much. It was more the surprise of it and just the random... I, I didn't really scream fuck well, until... And it doesn't like... If, it, if the pain went away, it was probably a bite. Mm-hmm. I didn't scream. Do you think bees know that they die if they sting, and that's why they're like, "Is this really worth the sting, or should I just I think bite?" Maybe. Him? I feel. I don't probably. think bees know that they die. I don't think bees have a, a concept of life and death, dude. I mean, yeah, I guess because yeah, they're also all kind of just being controlled by the queen. I don't know if any animal besides us has a concept of life and death. Like you ever, I, you ever watch like a, a deer that's getting like attacked by a bear or a lion or something and then you're like does that thing know it's gonna die or does it just think it's getting like bullied right now is that like deer dogs do or maybe just dogs do in movies i, I think know. dogs know they're gonna die in movies um and well, you would know no you are now well, an expert i mean on dog movies well to be fair i did i think i think dogs know when they're gonna die but what i was saying is i don't know if dogs know when like humans die or like if they die or like whatever I think dogs, dogs just know definitely know when up. they're gonna die. Dogs, yeah, I, would I say saw that. it myself. I saw a fucking uh, like our dog just like try to fucking curl up under a bush and be like, "Don't worry, I'll fucking just die here." Yeah, I think uh, I think you might be right about dogs. Uh, however, bees probably not. I think uh, that bee did not know what he was getting himself into, and uh, it's also so a different it, thing, I guess, too. Yeah, and he got me. And I didn't scream fuck when it first happened because I thought I just like hit like a thorn bush or something. And I was just like, well, but first I screamed. You're probably like, did I hit myself with the saw somehow? Yeah, I was like, Is my leg still there? I looked down, it was still there. I was like, all right, that's a good plus, but it kind of hurt. And then when I looked down, I saw this bee just hovering there. And that's when I screamed fuck because that's when it registered to me that I had been stung slash bitten by a bee. <laughs> yeah. And that pissed me off. And um, before that whole, that whole encounter, when I was still talking to Miss Moon randomly, she said, when I was helping her with stuff, she was like, you're more useful than my own son. And I was like, nice, <laughs> nice. And then after I got stung by the bee, she was like, oh my God, do you want you, me to put- You uh, cuss like my son. <laughs> <laughs> she said, do you want me to put toothpaste on it? And I was like, what? I had never heard of that. Toothpaste on a bee sting. And um, I was like, uh, Miss Moon, is that some like weird fucking ancient Chinese secret or something? Like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> sure. Is that going to work? Is that going to work? And so... She's like, yes, but I'm Korean. <laughs> and so she's like, I'm going to get toothpaste. I'm like, all right, I don't know if that's what we need right now, Miss Moon, but okay. So she goes in the house, gets toothpaste, comes out, and I'm standing in the doorway of the studio, and she comes out with this big napkin slathered in toothpaste. And she just like <laughs> kneels down and just starts like wiping it all over my calf. My fucking gross, hairy ass calf. And I was like, Miss Moon is my mom now. <laughs> she is my mother. Damn, you got two moms now. I have That's two moms sick. now. I was like, I was like, this is so weird. I'm a 27 year old man. And this <laughs> With woman a is new mom. <laughs> fixing my boo boo. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I gotta say, dude, it really fucking worked. The nice. pain went away instantly. It really? didn't itch. It didn't swell. I had the toothpaste on my leg because I went over to my parents' house right afterwards and just chilled, drank, drank with my dad until literally I left my parents' house at six in the morning. My dad and I were up until six in the morning. Damn. Talking, then arguing, then talking regular again until six in the morning. Jeez. Um, Long night, very long night. I got like two hours of sleep before I had to go to work in the morning. But um, yeah, dude, the toothpaste thing really worked. Nice. I had never heard of it, but I'm so glad I got stung by a bee. A, because it really I'm is. So I think I maybe, got stung by a bee. It made me realize how much of a pussy I was when I was a kid because I remember like crying when I got stung by a bee the first oh, time. Yeah, for sure. And then I got stung by a bee right in the face once and I didn't cry when I was like nine, but it still really hurt. I remember it really hurting. But this time I was like, dude, I'm. I'm an adult, bro. You got to bring more to the table than that, bitch. I remember. I got toothpaste. Hell yeah. That's that's a good tip for the listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a, I was at like Six Flags for like, my mom's company had like family fun day. And um, it was at Six Flags one year in like DC or wherever it was. And there's like, there's one part where it was like a wooden boardwalk. And I remember I was just like, had my hand on the railing and just kind of like sliding my hand as we were walking up the railing. And I like felt a sudden, like super bad sting. And I was like, ah, shit, I think I got a splinter. And then I like looked at my hand and I just like smeared a fucking wasp across the, the fucking railing with my hand. Hell and yeah. And then it was just the, it was stuck in there by the stinger. And I remember my mom, this is another trick. She got a credit card out and then fucking just wiped the stinger off against the skin and like it it caught it and pulled it out oh nice see i think i heard of that i was always going to go the route of like a piece of scotch tape and just smacking it on there and pulling it off i thought yeah, maybe that would, that would work. work too they just say don't do tweezers because that might squeeze more venom in ah uh, yeah i was my initial my first instinct i just kept squeezing it like a pimple just trying yeah, to, get to like to pop push out. it out yeah yeah but that probably got more venom in there well, what was instantly neutralized by Arm and Hammer baking soda toothpaste. Now oh, I got yeah. white calves, I mean, honestly, shiny white calves. That might have helped because like it would have been like a little mini volcano in the yeah. bite. <laughs> yeah, dude. Sting. No plaque on my calves anymore, dude. Tartar. Fucking fifth gone. grade science show with that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was fucking crazy. I couldn't believe the the turn of events with that. I'm just glad that it happened. Glad that it happened. I'm glad I got stung because <laughs> now I have a new mom. I know, dude. That was really when it kind of came together for me. I was like, wow, I really do have a new mom. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> my real mom's going to be jealous. I didn't even tell my mom when I got into the house. She's Damn, like, and you're there till 6 a.m. Yeah. Your crazy. dad was like, where are you painting? <laughs> where are you painting? You didn't tell me. Dad, it's yeah. toothpaste. Why is there yeah. toothpaste on your... Your mom just got you those pants. I kept on like drinking more and more scotch and getting more and more drunk and like sitting on the couch and getting toothpaste on the couch. And they're probably <laughs> just like, kept Why? trying to get drunk to be like, I got to tell them. And I but never I explained I the situation. Drink. I never explained it. Like I never was like, I was stung by a bee. That's why I have a large amount of toothpaste on my leg. <laughs> and surprisingly, of all the shit my dad gets on me about, he never asked. He never even asked. Probably because he knew the answer and he didn't want to hurt my mom. <laughs> he was like, I know what's going on here, but. We're going to keep it under the rug. <laughs> Your mother is here. <laughs> he pulls you aside at like 5.30 a.m. right before you leave. And he's like, Jimmy, I got to ask you. Now your mother's asleep. What the hell are you and Dom doing at that apartment with all that white stuff on your leg? 
Oh, man. Um, but by far, the craziest thing that happened to me this week. Oh, my God. It's not over. <laughs> it's not over, dude. I told, I've listed off. So far, I've listed not one, not two, not three, but four terrible turn of events. I lost $2,400 in the unemployment market. I was stung by a bee. I got ghosted <laughs> by a chick that I really thought I had a chance with, and I found out that I accidentally gave our podcast four stars on iTunes. Oh, and my God. yet, it's not even close to the craziest thing that happened this week, because this week, after my shift on Friday night, uh, I was walking back from my car after my shift, walking back to my apartment, and, on my, and as anyone who knows me knows, I always have to park many, many uh, blocks from my yeah, you apartment. You park like far as shit away. Far as shit away. And so on the way, on the trek back to my apartment, I get a text from your brother saying, hey, me, Dan, and Marissa, and Zach are drinking on my balcony. And I was like, cool, I'll swing through. So instead of going to my, I, I went up to my apartment, I grabbed one Bud Light out of my fridge, and just went down, walked across the street with the Bud Light. And on the way there, I stopped at Skyline Liquor and U-Haul Rental Emporium to buy a six-pack of Colonel Lights. Uh, I didn't have... Now, it's important at this... I, I get the Corona Lights. Yeah, I'm you walked the, in there with a Bud Light. Why? I, I Well, I, I left it on the porch. Okay, cool. I left it. There was a cup of coffee sitting there, so I just put it right next to there. I was like, I guess this is where we put our drinks. Yeah. (laughs) Some homeless guy's cup of coffee and my third drank beer. Um, So then I go in. I purchase my Corona Lights. I run into Sarah Coughlin. I said I was going to Alex Glazer's house. She was like, oh, my God, I miss Alex, and I love Eric, and blah, blah, blah. I was like, yep, Eric's not there, but I'm going there anyway. And uh, so I walk up to his apartment building, and uh, from my delivery experience, I know for a fact, because it says right on the doors, that you are supposed to wear a mask when entering the building. Now, I have a mask that I keep in my car for deliveries. And yeah. my normal experience as being a person who drives to sometimes up to 50 or 40 different houses a day between buildings and hospitals and apartments and all kinds of shit... Um, I use the mask when I enter nursing homes. I use the mask when I enter most apartment buildings. Do you uh, reuse the same mask? Yeah, yeah. I just have one mask, <laughs> but I only I wear it very rarely. I only wear it for very specific occasions. Like I said, like entering a large building, a hospital, and then a you nursing let home. it just sit on your dash and let it self, not just uh, my dash, self my clean. Oh my god, from the dude! Sun. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, I just <laughs> thought of another thing that happened this week that I'll tell you after this. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> so anyway, but this is this is by far the worst. So uh, I keep it on my passenger seat, um, which no one has sat in in years, so it doesn't matter. Uh, and that might have been I, the last one. Yeah, I think so. Well, I walk to up kerosene. to the apartment, and because I've taken several deliveries over the course of a week to Alex's apartment, I know that you're supposed to have a mask on. I did not have a mask at the time, so I did what any self-respecting American would do. I just threw my shirt over my face while I walked through the lobby. Um, uh, important to note that the, the the concierge, the front desk guy, wasn't wearing a mask when I walked in. Okay, so perfect. Like, who cares? So I walk in. He's not wearing a mask. I got my shirt over my face like a fucking asshole. And I was like, I'm going to see Alex. He recognized me. He's like, all right, cool, man. So I walk up to the elevator. 
I got my six pack in my hand. I got my half drank beer in the other hand that I brought from my apartment. And I throw my shirt down and I'm just drinking my beer waiting for the elevator. Elevator opens. There's a guy inside it coming up from the garage. Uh-huh. Elevator opens. I say, hey, what's up, dude? I walk in. I stand there. I press the button to go up to the floor. And he stops and he goes, wait, you're not wearing a mask? Asshole. And I was like, what? And then he and then he steps outside the elevator and was like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I didn't know how to respond. So I was like, all right, I can put my shirt on. I'm sorry, dude. Sorry about that. And he was like, nah, nah. And so I was like, all right, man, I, I'm just going to go up then. I don't know what to tell you. And so I pressed the floor. He presses the button on the elevator to make the door open again so he doesn't let me go up. And he's like, nah, come on, tough guy. You want to fucking go? You got a fucking problem? Like, blah, blah, blah. I was like, what? dude, I, I was like, dude, I, I'm, I, I'm sorry. I don't have a mask. I don't know what to tell you. I, I told I, I had my shirt over my face. I can do that if you want. If you want to take the elevator, you can take it. I'll wait. So whatever. And he's like, nah, man, you're fucked, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know what, dude, whatever. So I get off the elevator. I was like, get on. Just get on. Go. And he's like, fuck you, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know what, dude, just have a nice night. Just have a nice night. And he goes up, and then I wait, and I actually stood in the apartment lobby stewing for like five minutes before I realized I could just get on the other elevator. And yeah. uh, <laughs> I just get on the other elevator, and I walk up. And uh, it was a really, really weird experience. A, because it doesn't logically make sense um, that you're concerned about the public health and safety of yourself and me, ostensibly, when you're concerned about the mask situation. So your solution to me not wearing a mask is to beat my ass. Yeah. It's kind of counterproductive. To get my germs yeah, on you. I'm pretty sure the only thing worse than us breathing the same air in an elevator for 15 seconds is one of us getting a concussion but you know yeah that's just a differing sense of opinion there um and you even gave the option for him to take it yeah i was like, which, like first i said i'll throw my shirt over my face which is just as good as any other mask most people don't have the regular mask they just have a fucking bandana around their face or scarf or something it's like if i put yeah, my shirt like over my face with rubber bands on it or yeah it's shit. like dude like i i'm doing just as much as as is asked you know i can i can throw my shirt over my face if it's that big of a deal um it, it's just a we it was a weird situation because I started off in the wrong, obviously. You know, you're supposed to be wearing a mask. Also, again, there's important to note, like I said before, going around and driving around places all day, my personal experience has been that most people have been very lax about that. Like I said, I throw on masks when I go into places where people are high risk, nursing homes, hospitals, uh, most apartment buildings, when I have the mask, if I'm actually on my shift, um, I wear it. But when I walk up to people's houses for deliveries and I knock on their door, they come to the door, they're not wearing a mask. Nine times out of 10, they're not wearing a mask. <laughs> yeah, I'm but not they're wearing in their house. <laughs> yeah, but they're coming to the door to interact with somebody just like I'm coming to their door to interact with them. It's like, they know I I'm guess, coming. I guess. They know I'm coming. So like, they don't put their mask on. They No one's ever said anything to me about it. And uh, people walk into seasons a lot. Some of them have masks. Some of them don't. I get on my elevator in my building. I was on the elevator yesterday. Three people in there, not a single person wearing a mask. The culture is different, is all I'm saying. I It's a tale of two buildings right now. I, in my building across the street, exist in a building where we're pretty chill about it. Nobody's getting in fist fights in the fucking elevator because somebody's not it wearing is, a mask. It is a lot of younger people, though. I feel like there are a lot of older people in my brother's building. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And that's why on my shifts, I 
always do have a mask. But in this particular situation, I wasn't planning on walking over there. I was planning on walking home. I got a text to come over. And so I said, fuck it. I'll just go over and see Alex. I had been into his apartment countless times before visiting him. It didn't seem like a big deal. And like I said, the fucking guy at the desk wasn't wearing a mask. So like, you know, how seriously are they really taking that rule? Alex said they just posted that sign like a couple days ago. Like it was a new thing. So like, again, I'm not, this isn't me making excuses and saying that I was somehow in the right. I'm just trying to set the 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 context here of saying like yeah, no, this is the reality <laughs> yeah and so it's a weird situation because it starts off where i'm in the wrong but then immediately when you when you open up the conversation by calling me an asshole and challenging me to a fight now you're in the wrong like you're undeniably the asshole in this situation like yeah i'm not wearing a mask in the elevator i'm in the wrong but then you like tripled down and were like I'm now going to be a complete fucking maniac and challenge this guy to a fucking fight because I'm not wearing a mask. It's like, there's so many other ways to go about that. Like, you know, myself personally, I tend to lean towards sarcasm because I think humor is a very effective way of getting a point across as we've discussed in the past. Like, if I really was passionate about somebody wearing a mask and I really wanted to get that point across, I probably would have walked in the elevator and just been like, oh, not wearing a mask. Looks like we're all dying tonight, boys, or something like that. Something to like get the point across, but still keep it light you know, let him know that I would prefer if he was wearing a mask. Or if you really wanted to be a crusader about it, just say, I'm sorry, dude, I'm just going to wait for the next elevator. Yeah. You know, if that was a, like, there's so many different roads you could have taken uh, besides the, let me try to beat this guy's ass in the yeah. apartment. And my brother was like, my brother was like, you should have fucking beaten that guy. He sounds like a fucking douchebag. Like you didn't fucking want to beat his ass. I was like, obviously I want to beat his ass. Obviously, fuck that guy. But what's going to be my story? You can't ever visit Alex again. (laughs) Yeah, that. And what's going to be my story? When somebody asks, oh, what happened? Oh, yeah, I walked into a building with signs posted to say wear a mask. I didn't happen to have a mask. So then a guy called me out on it and I beat his ass. That's not a good story to tell. People were like, oh, Jesus. (laughs) Damn. So instead, I played it off like I usually do in those situations. And, um, because he decided to be so far in the other direction, I somehow walked away from that situation, having started off being wrong, as being like the victim. Like he tried to, fu- he threatened to fucking beat my ass, dude. That's yeah. not, that's not, uh, that's not called for. That's not appropriate. That's not an appropriate response to the situation. Like you are that fucking like we we've, we've talked about the whole social distance Nazis before, but that was like that was a real live social distance Nazi, bro. He had like cargo shorts and a leather jacket and like a fucking tattoo on his calf that looked like something. I think he had a tattoo of a mask on his calf, dude. He was fucking, like he was about Sinister. it. Dude. He was about it. And like I was like, bro, I get it. I get it. And I know everybody's taking this to their own varying degrees of seriousness and I know that I probably don't take it as seriously as you, but at the same time, I still take measures and I'm still out there on the fucking front lines of society doing work in my job and taking precautions when I think it's necessary. Um, And again, you could disagree with me on whether or not that is the appropriate measure, but the way you handle it and the way you're being about it, it just immediately stuck. me. was like, wow, that is like some fucking brainwash level, like psycho maniacal shit. And I know that's a very rare thing, but I can, it just like we, we, like I said, we talked about before with like how all of a sudden rules get changed and then people all of a sudden reporting people to the police for being out in the park and stuff like that. And it's like, you see how quickly we get into this kind of like Karen dictator, this Karen state where everybody's a fucking mom now. (laughs) It's like, dude, come on, bro. Like it's a fucking Friday night, 10 30 PM. 
I wasn't expecting anybody to be in the elevator. I can throw my shirt over my face if you'd like, if it would make you feel more comfortable. I immediately offered to get off the elevator. It's just, it just was wild. It just was wild, and it stuck with me. Um, and I was just stewing over it while I was hanging out with Alex. It didn't bother me that much, and I, I'm appreciative that he was that much of an asshole about it because if he was less of an asshole about it, and this is what people don't get when you're in a confrontation like that. The most effective way that you can really get to somebody is by never leaving yourself hanging out to dry as the bad guy. If you get into like a road rage type of thing where somebody starts honking at you and shit like that, as we've talked about before as well, a, f- a middle finger is not going to piss them off nearly as much as a fucking thumbs up or an okay sign and a smile or a laugh. Just to basically take all their anger and just look at them in the eyes and go, come on, dude, you're being fucking ridiculous. That really pisses people off because yeah, that gets the sure. point across because then they have to sit there and reflect and like, damn, I just had like a fucking temper tantrum and a guy just looked at me like I was a little kid and just fucking played it off and was just like, you're being a fucking baby. You're being a little bitch right now. He didn't engage it. He didn't join me. He didn't, uh, you know, feed into it or anything like that because that's what they want. They want you to feed into it. Um, So in that situation, it's like I got to walk away with that without feeling as bad as I would have felt if he literally was just in the elevator and was like, you know what, man, like, I think it's really uh, disrespectful that you're not taking this mask thing seriously. And there's a lot of old people in this building and uh, I'm hopping off the elevator and I just wish next time you enter, you should wear a mask because it's important to me and it's important to a lot of people. That would have made me feel like shit. That yeah. would have made me feel absolutely awful, and he would have, have been right. That would have gotten the point across. That would have gotten the point across. What he did was allow me to walk away feeling just going, what a fucking douchebag. And luckily enough for him, uh, I'm the type of person that will reflect upon those things and will take those things to heart and is still thinking about it days later. I'm not the, ever the type of person to, to sit there and go whenever I get into an altercation or a disagreement to just be like, fuck that guy. He's a fucking asshole. I'm not doing it. Like those type of people that just always never, they never want to question whether or not they're in the right. They always just say, if there's a problem, it's somebody else's fault. I'm not that type of person. So I will, even when you're that much of a douchebag, still take the lesson to heart. But most people, first of all, most people, uh, given that he's, he was like five ten or something like that. Most people were just beating his ass. (laughs) <laughs> I feel like like a, a bigger dude in that situation just being called out like that and then trying to go up and then the guy stops the elevator and fucking doesn't allow you to go up and then tells you to come outside, tough guy. That's a fighting situation for a lot of dudes. I know a lot of dudes that would have fucking lost it. You think Lucas Mosca would have fucking let that happen? No. Also, it's a weird situation too because you were there without a mask, six pack of beer and one already cracked open. And mm-hmm. he's looking at you, asking you to fight. So that's like, I don't mm-hmm. know. It's 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 like a combination of probably that guy has like anger issues, but also he's probably going crazy in quarantine, like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he's just lashing out. Yeah, I thought about that too, and I thought about like, you know, maybe that's just his crusade, and and maybe he didn't, maybe it didn't even cross his mind whether or not he was worried about getting his ass beat. Like he just thought that that was his cause, and that was what he was going to stand up for, and he was just going to fucking lay himself out on the line like that, which I can respect. But again, it's just, it's not the way to go about it. It's not the way to go about it. And it's embarrassing for you. Uh, I will walk away from that situation thinking differently. And I will wear a mask next time I enter the building, as I usually do. As I said before, I usually do. I just didn't happen to have it on me at that moment. Forgive me if, you know, I've lived 27 years without ever having to think about it. And then all of a sudden, it's become an instantaneous, immediate part of life where I might forget it from time to time. And I think that's a lot of people. I think there's a lot of people, and I don't think it makes them bad. Uh, as long as you're trying, and as long as you acknowledge when you're wrong, and that's what I'm doing right now. So I'm wrong. 
Uh, lucky for me, that guy was fucking wronger. So fuck that guy. <laughs> Dude, I can't believe there's still one more thing that happened. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me neither. <laughs> me fucking neither. Uh, I got a fucking flat tire at, on a delivery. No. I was pissed off, dude. I was pissed off. And I, I'm, I'm, it's like during the day, so it's not that busy. This is after I've already found out that I'm making negative $100 per shift. Uh, and so obviously when you find that out, you're not super stoked to be working. Uh, so I'm losing money on deliveries, losing gas, losing tires, losing money, driving around, getting yelled at. Not a great week. <laughs> getting and, yelled at when you're off. <laughs> yeah. I walk out. My I had a three delivery run down towards Rogers Forge area, which by the way, I was I went so I went down to Mount Washington today and I meant to text you and be like, yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty close. I'm pretty I'm yeah. like one neighborhood away. If I went like three more blocks down, I would have been where you're at. Um and then I went like all I was like by like Pikesville High School. I was like, there's no reason I'm hopping on six ninety five for these deliveries. This is something's fucked up here. <laughs> <laughs> they should have called the Owings Mills one. But anyway, completely beside the point. I'm down in Rogers Forge. This is on Tuesday or something. And I just hop out of my car and I just hear my freaking car thing leaking. And I'm like, fuck. Luckily, I'd already uh, dropped off the other two deliveries at this point. And then I just get, ran up to the apartment, gave this lady her pizza. And then I was like, all right, I'm just going to. It was like during the day. We had like no delay. It was like 3 p.m. on a Tuesday. We weren't busy. We had another mm-hmm. driver there. So I called up Matt and I was like, I might be like a bit, I got to change my tire. So I changed my tire. Um, I'm wearing my t-shirt that says legalize, the season shirt that on the back says legalize marinara. What mm-hmm. a great shirt. I'm so glad I have one now. Um, Cause that wasn't the shirt when I was working there back in the day, but I yeah. copped one this most recent uh, tour of seasons. And, uh, and <laughs> Dude, so I think I'm, you just I'm, went back there for the shirt. I definitely, definitely. And so I have one now and I'm wearing it, changing my tire, feeling very manly. There's a very, I felt very manly. I had like some eighties rock music playing fucking (laughs) Eddie money going, think I'm in love. Then I'm fucking in there changing my tire. I was like, hell yeah, I'm so dope. And, (laughs) and this guy walks up behind me. And normally when a grown man sees another grown man working on his car, their first reaction before any other question is, do you need help? Are you good? Yeah. This guy just goes, hey, can I take a picture of your shirt? I was like, I turned around, I was like, <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm fucking knee deep in elbow grease, fucking <laughs> under my car. <laughs> and then this guy wants to take a picture of the back of my shirt. Never once crossed his mind to uh, offer to help. I didn't need his help. Obviously, it's a fucking tire change. Any guy over the age of 19 should be able to handle that. And if you don't, Google it now. And don't get caught in a situation where you're with your girlfriend. You have to call AAA because you deserve to have someone else fuck your girlfriend that evening. That evening. Anyway, so I do that. And then I was like, maybe I just look so good at what I was doing that he didn't. He was like, this guy so got it. He's listening to fucking Eddie Money and changing a tire. I've never seen a guy more in control of a situation in my life. <laughs> so I took that as a compliment. I drive back and I get off my shift. I finish the rest of my shift on my donut. And uh, I get back to my house where I have my tire plugging kick, I thought. But then it turns out my brother decided he was going to go try to impress some girl who had a tire blown and was like, I texted Don, I was like, dude, where's the tire plugging kit? And he was like, oh, I took it to Jill's house. She had a, a razor in her tires. And I was like, dude, first of all, 
he found that out afterwards and I was like, you know, you can't even plug that. He knew that. And I was like, of all the fucking days I've had this tire plugging kit sitting here, no one even knows it's here. And the one day I need it, it's just gone. So I had to go the rest of the night without it, wake up in the morning before work and try to change. And I'm at the gas station and it must have been like, take your fucking tire to work day at fucking Exxon across the street. It was like the longest line ever. And I'm sitting there trying to fucking get my tire shit on. And there's a guy sitting right next to me just in his car. And I didn't even want to ask. He was super polite. I kind of figured he was waiting there because he was just in his car. And I was like, yeah. he's either like waiting for a drug deal, really is in to watching me do this maybe, you know, <laughs> who knows? It's quarantine. I'm looking for any excuse to feel, you know, viable as a human being. Or... He's just really polite and isn't going to say shit. So then another woman lines up and she's like, are you done? And I'm like, lady, I am literally under my fucking car right now. What are you asking me shit like this for? Like, I'm obviously not done. I don't know what to tell you. I got here as early as possible in the morning. There's a gas station across the street. You know, my tire isn't even on my car right now. I'm clearly yeah. not done. I can't move my car. You know, this guy's parked here. He's not doing anything. I was like, do you, I was really nice. I was like, do you happen to know that guy? Cause maybe if he can back out, you can use the pump. I'm not using the pump until I get this tire off. You can park next to me, but there's another guy parked next to me. So like, I, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, but it was just like, I finally got it fixed. I had to go through two plugs. I fucked up the first one and uh, it's back to working now. But my, my, my car is just taking a beating from the deliveries, dude. My tires are worn out. I'm getting like one oil change every month putting like a thousand i'm going through a tank of gas every five shift or every four shifts and it's like and then again when i found out that i was making negative money it just really hurt it really hurt but i got i got i got some tricks up my sleeve i have some ideas to how to how to get that 2400 back because i feel okay. like i was robbed of that i feel like i was robbed of that <laughs> i don't feel like i'm scheming i feel like i'm just taking charge of a situation i'm getting that money back <laughs> and i'll explain after the podcast exactly what i mean <laughs> interesting interesting um but i don't want to put it out there because yeah we don't have to yeah also i feel like we've probably done enough for now oh yeah dude i gotta hear these schemes <laughs> oh yeah yeah for sure for sure yeah i was uh I, I i woke up from my nap like i said and i was like jim you know you're not supposed to take a nap for the podcast because it takes you like fucking 20 minutes to get back into even remotely human being form but I woke up for this one just ready, ready. So good. I'm glad we did this one, and I'm glad I've had such an awful week. You know, like I said, uh, you know, I'm fucking up until 6 in the morning arguing with my dad. He's calling my studio a piece of shit, all this stuff. And I was just like, Dad, you're not helping right now. <laughs> you are not helping. Uh, but, uh, you know, that's just, the, that's just a Seleski family affair <laughs> what are you gonna do <laughs> um but uh and for the record my studio is a piece of shit if you've been there it's sweet but it's uh it's definitely a piece of shit charming doesn't dude. even have a bathroom <coughs> it's charming it's but, charming uh, yeah follow us on um oh uh i one good development this week is i i created a fan link for our podcast uh, which is, I'm surprised no one thought of this before, but it's one singular link that takes you to a landing page which has all of your, you can put all of your links for everything. So if you nice. go to our Instagram account now and you click on the link, instead, it used to just be our Spotify link because I figured that's probably the most traffic of all streaming platforms. I'll put that up and then also let you know if you have Apple or whatever, you can go there too. But now if you click on our 
Instagram link in the bio, it will take you to a landing page, which has all of our content on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. I could put more up there, but I figured, you know, I want to keep, you know, simple and concise. I don't want to overload it with stupid shit like our fucking Tumblr and our Pinterest. So <laughs> it's sweet. It's on our Twitter bio now. I'm going to do the same thing with our band once we actually have any fucking content. And uh, if you're a if you're a content creator in any form, if you're an artist, if you are a musician, if you are a podcast co-host, definitely look into creating a fan link. It's on toneden.com. Great idea. Again, I'm surprised that it took us 18 years to figure this one out, but we're here now. So go get it done because it looks pretty fucking sweet. Hell yeah. But, yeah, just uh, LFTS on everything at LFTS Podcast. Um, Twitter, Instagram, all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, at Jimmy Seleski, at Eric Glazer. Yeah, and subscribe to us on YouTube because we put out, you know, we put out the full episodes, and then we also put out the um, like video clips. I try to do like one a day, usually around up being like three to five a week of the highlights of the conversations, and you know they're cool. And we just all we need now is people to watch them. That's the that's the next big hurdle. So we'll get there. Um, but yeah, tune in every Monday night at eight p.m. We do this. Sometimes it's bright outside, and sometimes it's not. I can't explain it. Neither can you. Just be there. Yeah. It was cloudy today. Yeah. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>